to the Brand Aid Podcast where we talk branding with the biggest names in business. And today we're here with Miles Rogers, Chief Strategy Officer of Wheels Up, a private aviation company that is membership based. <laughs> Welcome, Miles. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Now, yes, Miles. Let's go, dude. I've been waiting to have you on here. Thanks. Do you guys uh, thanks. know each other. How do you guys, was Griffin chartering late night planes to Venice? <laughs> how do you guys know each other? Miles, you, know, you want to go or me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think we might have the same story. I don't know. Uh, Griffin actually hit me, uh, hit me up in the DMs, and uh, just sent me a note. And you know, he'd been kind of following wheels up, and um, and wanted to know a little bit more about private aviation and our story. And um, you know, the thing that was really cool, I, I, I don't know a lot about TikTok, but I always love to see, you know what the newest sort of uh, what people are doing on social and emerging technologies and um, just important to have the hand on the pulse of it. And, you know, he was just, we had some great conversations. We knew a bunch of people in common, uh, Jason Kennedy, awesome guy who, you know, was giving Griffin some advice on some hosting stuff um, and, and manager miles, who's an awesome guy. He spells his name incorrectly, but um, you know, and, and, uh, and Austin and the Kygo crew, and there was just a bunch of overlap. So, um, we played golf a few times, got to know each other and, you know, just was, was always impressed. He became a wheels up member. So we always like that and want to support the cause, uh, in our connect membership. That's now, you know, sort of making it accessible and just really impressed with, with all the action that, that they have going on. And, um, yeah, I think, I, I, I think that's pretty much how, how we got connected. Yeah, Miles, you you slayed that, man. I was expecting something short, but you really just you really just care, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, it's funny. The reason I I reached out a little more backstory is I uh there was like I I saw some companies that were like trying to do like helicopter rides and stuff kind of like Uber, but I wanted to like figure out if there was an actual app or like a company that did you know, private like planes and um, flights and stuff as not like Uber exactly, but something like that where you could kind of like get them and not have to own one. And that's how I found um, Miles. And I was like, dude, this guy, I always look when I DM someone, it's like, is this someone that like, you know, would be cool or I could be friends with or would respond. So I saw Miles, I'm like, yep, this dude's a baller. Um, so I just literally DM'd him and that's how, like you said, it all started. So that's dope. And then since then, I'd say we've become pretty good buddies in golf. And, uh, you know, I'm working on my golf game with Miles, trying to get my game up. So it's been, uh, it's been interesting. Now, so you got the Wheels Up Connect, right? So there's three memberships. Miles, break these down for me. So you got Wheels Up Connect for three grand. You got your core membership for 17.5. And then you got your business program for 29 grand. So what does the three grand Wheels Up Connect get me? What do I I give you three grand. What do I get? Yeah. So you, uh, it, you become a member of the wheels up family and it gets you access to some different, uh, some different aspects of the program. Um, the hot flights, uh, which are, you know, this is a branding podcast, but, uh, hot flights are, we're typically called deadheads or empty legs, not exactly the most, uh, exciting aviation terms, but we rebranded those as hot flights. Uh, so for example, if, uh, an aircraft drops passengers off at Van Nuys airport, and the next mission that that plane is doing is picking somebody up in Las Vegas. Um, we give it back to our members uh, through the app as a hot flight. And, 
you know, Griffin talks about, you know, the closest thing to Uber. Well, uh, to book a hot flight, it's just a few clicks and you can secure the entire aircraft for $295. And it's a great aspect of the program. Um, you know, the, the aircraft are moving around all the time and we're up to about 300 planes in the fleet and hot flights are a great way to take advantage, especially, you know, guy like Griffin who can, uh, who can do things in different cities. He doesn't have to, you know, he's, he's studying for finals and he's grinding away right now, but, uh, it doesn't matter what city he's in to do that. And, uh, that's a great, uh, component of the program the hot flights, you can also share flights. You can put, put flights out on the app for sharing um, to the extent that people are going to the same city and then you can book flights outright. Um, so connects perfect for, for Griffin and, and his crew. Um, and all he'll always uh, be in good hands with wheels up. Yeah. I, uh, I love that. I wanted to add on for anyone that doesn't um, know what he means by booking out an entire plane. It's literally like a private jet. And you can get it for basically around $300. So the fact that you can just go on an app, see if there's a flight for $300 and get an entire airplane, it's like not just an airplane, a jet, a personal jet for like, you know, your crew. It's, it's actually insane. I, uh, whenever he first told me that, I was like, wait, $300 like for a private jet. Right. Um, and that's like another thing you were saying that, you know, it's a marketing um, you know, podcast, but I think it, you were kind of explaining it like the hot flights and just everything that wheels up has done, you know, um, I wanted to bring up your story about, you know, being an entourage and, and your stuff in that, because that's super interesting. And like, that's some of the craziest, but coolest marketing I've ever heard for a company. Like what? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, entourage, you guys kind of remind me, you guys are like the modern day entourage. I think if, uh, <laughs> if, if Doug Ellen was filming this thing again, it, it might be up at the Sway House. And I actually know he's been up there and uh, just super impressed with all you guys have going on. But um, it really goes back to relationships that we always talk about. Um, my partner for a long time, Kenny Dichter, um, who's just a branding and marketing genius. We should, we should see if he'll he'll pop on or, or make a cameo appearance, but him and Doug actually went to elementary school together. Uh, I think Kenny was pr maybe protecting him from some of the bullies growing up, but um, <laughs> you know, we, the, the, the show was really amazing. And um, so just the, the quick backstory is uh, Kenny started a company called Marquee Jet. Um, and I've been rolling with him since 2004. Um, built that up, you know, did four or $5 billion in revenue and, um, sold it to Warren Buffett and NetJets. And, you know, during that time, um, there was also a period where Kenny's super entrepreneurial, him and Ken Austin came up with the concept of Avion Tequila. And it was amazing seeing that brand get launched, you know, sort of pre-social media or pre when you could have a guy like Griffin go and, uh, you know, post something for you and hope you get, hope you get some pop on the brand. But, um, basically, you know, Turtle needed a business venture and, you know, Kenny's like, I, you know, I've, I've, I've got the perfect idea. Um, and all comes full circle. You know, Ken Austin was talking to Warren Buffett at our, uh, poker event that we did every year that he hosted. And Warren was like, you know, there's really room for a, for a tequila. Um, and Ken was a huge fan of tequila and, you know, the, the, the rest is kind of history. It, it got on the show. Um, you know, a bunch of different episodes, Mark Cuban, uh, you know, was involved and just, it was just wild to see it, 
you know, the thing that, that people at the beginning, at least they didn't even know it was real. Um, but I'd go around town and drop off bottles to, to certain people. And, um, it was just amazing to, you know, to really see how that got going. And, uh, you look at, at successful people and entrepreneurs, there's, uh, typically like a track record, you know, they keep winning, you know, guys like Kenny and Ken Austin, just, uh, you know, he did proper whiskey with Conor McGregor. And then, uh, just a couple of days ago, I saw that, uh, his launch of Terramana with the rock is the biggest alcohol launch basically in the history of the world. So, you know, they, they certainly kept the momentum going, but, you know, staying on sort of new trends and, uh, and whatever it might be, but that's kind of the, the overlap with, uh, with Entourage and uh, Doug put me on the show I think three or four times uh, I was in the final <laughs> I was in the final scene as as the pilot uh, of the G4 that, that was taken off so so that was really cool he never uh, never gave me a speaking role in my acting career never sort of not to use an aviation term but it never took off um, but he uh, he he gave me a little pop in the movie still no lines but uh, Doug Doug's a good friend and he's uh, he's actually working on some cool things now too. So you, it seems like you obviously hooked up with the right guy, but just going back before Marquee and all that, you were a college tennis star at ASU. Then you go to Marquee Jets. Like, why? What got you into this anyway? Did you know Kenny and you want to do what he was up to, or did you just randomly fall into this? So it's it's interesting. Um, I grew up in Calgary, Canada, and, you know, such a special city, and was always kind of, uh, the Olympics were there when I was 10 years old. So it always inspired me and the leftover money, uh, the revenue from the Olympics went into a national sports school. Uh, so I was able to kind of travel the world and, and play for team Canada. And, um, you know, it was a great recruiting trip down at ASU and I knew I wanted to play PAC 10, uh, PAC 12 now, but PAC 10 tennis at the time. And I actually stayed in Arizona and was doing a sports business MBA. Uh, when a guy named Justin Firestone came and presented to our MBA class. And he was talking about this company, Marquee Jet, and the tie-in with, with, it was 25 hours at a time on NetJets, basically like a Starbucks card of aviation. And Justin, you know, was running the sports division and doing some really cool things. And, you know, he, there may be two different versions of this story. He said, I chased him down the hallway. I thought he stayed in touch with me. I don't know. But um, we we stayed in motion. And, um, actually they ended up sending an aircraft from Scottsdale to Santa Monica, um, you know, for the interview. And I now know that that was an empty leg or what would have maybe been my first ever hot flight. Um, but spent the day with him. We ran around town. Shaquille O'Neal was flying on the Boeing business jet, which is a 737 configured for 18 people. Um, I knew a lot of, a lot of my good friends were hockey players from the sports school and they were just coming into their contracts too. So there was r some real opportunity. And um, I remember calling my, my, uh, my wife now, but my girlfriend at the time and saying, if this comes together, this would be an absolute dream job and incredible opportunity. And um, so I got the job. They, uh, they actually flew, flew me home Southwest. So it's a good <laughs> interview strategy if you want to fly somebody, somebody in private and then, uh, and then back home commercial. But um, and then just an amazing run, you know, to, to connect with Kenny, um, you know, so early on. And he's just been an absolutely incredible mentor um, throughout the whole process. You'll, you know, people who you ask about Kenny, I mean, there's, he's a visionary, but he, um, you know, really just takes care of his people like family and um, has been just so meaningful to me in my life. 
Griffin, you're yeah. kind of doing the same thing with your mentors. I mean, this is kind of the yeah. part of the purpose of this. Like, are you looking for the Kenny out there or have you found him yet? Um, I mean, I don't know exactly. It's kind of hard. I'm sure when Miles was going through it, he ne- he didn't think of it like that. Sure. It just kind of ended up over time falling into place. And then now he can reflect and be like, oh, yeah, Kenny was that for me. I mean, I definitely have great people around me, for instance, even Miles, you know, and he introduced me to um, Jason Kennedy, which I'm very close with him now. Speaking of, uh, Miles, we're going to have to play pickleball sometime soon. I know that's an sure. off note, but um, yeah, so I would say like I have a lot of um, mentors that kind of guide me, but I can't really say yes or no yet because I, I mean, the closest thing I have, would I would say is Michael. Michael Gruen, um, which you guys all know him. He's he's a beast. But uh, yeah, something yeah, with Gr- that, Gr- um, Griffin's got a whole advisory board coming together. You know, I I, had, <laughs> I definitely had a few guys that are helping me, but you know, he's he's got uh, you know some of the some of the, the the biggest names in business. You know, giving him advice and and life lessons. But you know, the thing is, Gr- Griffin's seeking that out. You know, he's. He's interested. He wants to learn. He wants to know about these businesses. He wants to know about the revenue model. He wants, you know, uh, they're taking equity in, in companies. This is a whole kind of other 2.0 that I think, uh, you know, I certainly wasn't at, uh, you know, at that level. But, you know, I was thinking about getting up and running with Kenny. Uh, my first ever deal in private aviation was, was with Wayne Gretzky. He was my first client ever. And, um, you know, as a Canadian, I don't think there's any kind of parallel, even Michael Jordan to America isn't, you know, it's, it's Wayne, it's the great one. And, um, my dad did legal work for, for his agent, uh, Mike Barnett. So I met Wayne at a young age and, um, you know, to this day, he's still somebody that when, um, and he's been an amazing mentor and I've had a chance to travel all over the world with him. He took me to the Olympics, every road trip that, uh, went Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, he'd have me join the road trip. Uh, but I'm still kind of nervous around him. You know, it's still one of those things where I'm not, you know, fully, I'm still just like shaking my head that I'm around the great one. But um, all, I was working on that deal and it was my first ever deal. I was a little older than Griffin and um, it just wasn't coming together. You know, it was supposed to happen a month ago. There were some big picture opportunities with his foundation and other things and people were getting involved. And I remember so clearly I was at the Beverly Hills Hotel and Kenny sat me down and he said, Miles, um, you know, first of all, you've got to just, and again, you, you know, you know, sales and you got to just let Wayne be like, you're at his house, you're playing tennis, you're, but it's, you know, this thing's not coming together. So first and foremost, don't call him for two weeks. I was like, what about texting? He's like, no, no texting. And he calls me over and he picks up this briefcase and he opens it up and it's this old kind of Xenia briefcase, but it looks like it had gone you know, through a few different business cycles, let's say. And he takes a briefcase and he dumps it out, everything. And stuff's kind of spilling everywhere. I think there's Tic Tacs, there's, I think there was a granola bar, there's some, you know, term sheets, whatever it might be. And uh, Kenny said, you know what that is? And I said, uh, what? And he goes, that's the magic briefcase. I said, oh. He said, this is the briefcase that I did the deal with Warren Buffett and Richard Santulli, um, you know, to get going in aviation. And I'm passing this on to you. And he said, I guarantee you that your biggest deal um, that I think is going to be Wayne is going to, that term sheet is going to come out of this briefcase. He's like, so 
two things. Don't call them for two weeks. And second, take the briefcase, make it yours. Um, and you're going to have a magical business career, but you're also going to get your first pop. So 10 days into my uh, Gretzky moratorium, I get a text and uh, it's Miles, where you been? And he signs at 99. And I'm like, man, I got to respond to this or, you know, but I wait a day and then, uh, and then he actually called me. He's like, what's up? And like, where, you know, where have you been? I'm like, oh, I've just been so busy. You know, me wait, with my hold zero. On, hold on, stop right there. I mean, it's not a girl you're trying to get, you know, hey, let me play a cool wait a day. It's Wayne fucking Gretzky. You're Canadian. Uh, yeah. How do you not I, text him immediately back? I mean, it's, uh, it's interesting. I just, I tried to listen to Kenny and I tried to be patient. It might've lasted all of one hour, you know, but, um, <laughs> But I hit him back and and uh, and and we got it done. And he, you know, became such a big part of my life. Him and Janet and um, Griffin has met uh, his son Ty. We we played golf together. Um, Ty's one of you know such a, a close friend of mine. Used to help him with his homework when he was 13 years old, and now he's just crushing it with his Gretzky Hockey School. Um, and Ty is uh, Ty's just a, an amazing dude. But you know the doors that that opened up for me. Um, you know, within a few months, there was 20, 30 guys that Wayne was sending over, you know, to, to get set up, um, in our program. So it was just, you know, from there it was, uh, it was a lot of action fast, but, uh, I think the magic briefcase probably helped a little bit, uh, you know, uh, mentally and, uh, and emotionally too, probably through the process. Dude, that's, I didn't know that story. I've, I've hung out with miles, you know, quite a bit now but not I've never heard that one that's uh that's actually crazy I I don't think I've been through an experience like that and no magic briefcase for me but <laughs> well <laughs> I still have the briefcase do you still of course it? yeah I, I I do and and uh Kenny brought it up actually uh you know when when I was I was over talking to the guys and they were nice enough to, uh, you know, Kenny's daughter is, is into TikTok and stuff. And Kenny's like, you got to tell them about the magic briefcase, how this whole thing got going. So I still have it. Um, um, I think I'm supposed to pass it along, but um, I will, I will at some point, maybe Griffin should Griffin. get the magic briefcase for his, yeah. uh, you know, when, Dude. whenever, whenever he's on, uh, whenever he's on the, the brink of something, I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't walk around with a briefcase. I don't know if you do Tom, but it's still sort of, definitely in the office and and definitely has some uh you know some 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 cool history to it for sure wow the briefcase man that's see I'm, I, I'm superstitious like that too i don't even know if it's at that point i guess uh for a self-marketing tool um you know as as your magic briefcase story goes on it's like do you think that is a mindset or do you think that is like actually like some superstition you know, it's interesting. There's a guy named Trevor Mowad, um, who you guys should actually have on the pod. And he is a, uh, a mental conditioning coach. Uh, he works closely with Russell Wilson, uh, but he's worked with Nick Saban um, in Alabama. He's worked at Georgia, just works with winners. And I think, you know, he always talks about mindset. And there's so many different things that you go and he, he talks about neutral thinking, basically. And it's not like you don't want to, you know, if something's going horrible you know you throw a pick six it's not like oh you know that was okay you know it's like no this happened we've got to figure out what's next and you know how we're gonna how we're gonna be successful and one thing he always says is you know saying something out loud is 10 times more impactful than thinking it 
And the other thing that really resonates is he says negativity works 100% of the time. So I don't know if I'm so much of like, I, you know, um, <laughs> luck or karma or superstition or tying my shoes a certain way, but it's more like, what is the mindset? And how are you kind of navigating certain things or, or certain issues in a, in a positive way that put you in best position to win? Dude, speaking of that, I, I actually love what you just said. That's, um, that kind of just hit me. But I, how could you basically structure this to where any kid that's listening, um, you know, whether they're doing a Pokemon card business or they're trying to sell lemonade at a lemonade stand, doesn't really matter. But how do you think you could take that mindset and kind of like help them and structure that towards your, your marketing? Like, um, for instance, like how should these kids, like should they post about their lemonade stand? Like um, is there a certain amount of like times that they should be dedicating every week to like promoting it? Like um, just like the basics, the very core basics that you would say for someone, yeah. um, just a normal person that has a little small, let's just talk small business that people yeah. could do at home during quarantine or whatever and how they could kind of like, you know, get their mindset right. And um, just some basic goals and stuff they could go towards. Well, if it comes from how and when they should post, I think you should probably be the expert on that. I, you know, I, I, I don't right. know, uh, you know, uh, you know how to play the offense on social. <laughs> I would say a couple of things for, you know, for young people. Um, one thing my dad would always say, and I, I, I know a few different people, the quote's been attributed to and, and, uh, but you know, 90% of life is showing up. Um, I, I don't know what the other 10% is, but if you just kind of, if you just show up for, you show up for people, you show up, you know, you're, you're super organized. You know, one thing that I really took from your guys' interview with Bethany was like how organized she is, you know, have your days buttoned up, have your goals buttoned up. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, just have that sense of suddenness, Like you have that. I mean, you're, you know, I think one of the things, one of the misconceptions about you guys is, oh, you're just, you know, you're sort of hanging and kicking it. Well, pull up your Outlook calendar and there's, <laughs> you know, there's four meetings, five Zooms, you're studying. I think you're going to make the Dean's list. I hope you do because I think, you know, talk about branding. It's better to, better to be Dean's list than not Dean's list. But just have that, have that suddenness. I really feel like the art of follow-up is dying. Like people just aren't getting back or flip you a text or, you know, somebody called me the other day who was, um, you know, looking for, a, a job in aviation and it was uh, you know a referral from a friend but they texted and said hey can we set up a time to to talk and I just called them I you know after he sent the text and he was I'm not saying that that's uh, rocket science or anything but just kind of getting back to people in real time when things are fresh and we had a great convo and then he had that sort of same uh, same suddenness and urgency um, and I think if you can do those two things if you can just get you know, those basics, you're going to put yourself in some kind of position to win. Um, you know, there's obviously so many other facets to it, but those basics are so important. And, and, and I think just being kind, you know, um, showing gratitude, um, being appreciative of, of people uh, that are helping you or, or connecting dots for you, um, those will all put you in position to win. You know, yeah, you bring up a I love that point the follow-up, you know, I've been in sales my whole career and I started selling cars. I don't know if you know that Griffin, but I randomly fell into it and I was the number one guy, like the first six months in a row, I was killing these guys. But what I would do 
you know, you test drive people and, you know, they buy or they come back or you never see them again. But the next day, I would always write, a, and I have the worst handwriting, I would write a handwritten thank you. Hey guys, thanks for coming in. It was a really, it was a pleasure talking to you. If you need anything, give me a shout. And that separates you from every other dirtbag out there, right? No one does that shit. And kind of, Miles, to your point, the follow-up isn't always there. I mean, people, you really have to make yourself different, whether you're a lemonade stand or, you know, you're, you're selling Pokemon cards like you said. You know, I could buy Pokemon cards anywhere. Why would I buy them from you? There's, there's like a human element to this, too. Well, and, and also for the lemonade stand, I mean, or, or any business, retention is everything. And so what is the experience that they have at your lemonade stand? You know, one of the great things that, that we've done with our business is we stay very hands-on with our members and we go to the airport and we make sure, you know, the, one of the great sort of aspects of leadership that Kenny's always had is he's willing to do any job. You know, we'd go out to the airport. He's literally like helping the line guys with the bags you know, making sure stuff gets into the cars. And, and if he's willing to do it, if he's willing to, you know, grab the trash bag and, and take it on the way out with, uh, you know, with all, all the, the juice press that was uh, drank through the day, Kenny's also got that business cranking. Juice press started as one store and I think it's 80 plus in New York now. Um, wow. Talk about entrepreneurial, but you know, that sort of willingness to do any role and, and being a great leader. Um, but it's, you know, what is that experience and how can you bring that customer back? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to kind of put this into three things that you kind of talked about. So you got the, you got the show up, you got the follow up and then you got the, you know, stay organized, be buttoned up basically. So show up, follow up, button up. That's yeah, wow. basically the all, three all. things. All ups. I like, we, yeah. we like that. Well, we, 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 we like all, all the way up. Yeah, that's the way we're going. Wheels up. Boom. Wheel, wheel, wheels up and, uh, and meals up. You know, that, that's, uh, oh, yeah. that's been a, 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 really, a really special program too. And I, I think, you know, especially during these times, you look at some of the companies and brands that are, you know, that are giving back and thinking about others. And I just think they're, they're going to be the ones that, that ultimately win, you know, like Bella Canvas, you know, Griffin donated 10,000 masks, uh, I think half to his high school and half to college. I don't know if that's to bump up his GPA a little bit, um, but, you know, <laughs> um, but Bella Canvas is an example of a company that, that gives back in a major way. And uh, the founders are really one of my closest friends in the world. He also founded a company called Aloe Yoga. And I think Aloe is one of the coolest brands in the world. And I don't know if it's uh, just because I'm so close to it, but you know, they've really, their Aloe Gives platform um, has gotten mindfulness to millions of kids around the world, yoga, meditation, and, and, and all those sorts of things. And then the Bella Canvas business, um, as soon as the pandemic hit, they, they were, you know, they were able to make millions of t-shirts, but they, they pivoted and made millions of masks and partnered with, you know, Serena Williams to donate 4 million masks um, to every child basically under the poverty line. Um, partnered with so many different people to kind of give back into these communities. And I think that that's just so critical. You've got to, you know, you've really got to think of, of everybody else out there. And, um, you know, there's a lot of pain out there, as we all know. Yeah, I, um, I appreciate that, too. You know, Miles helped me with um, the Bella Canvas thing, which was super cool with, you know, my, my medical pass and all that it just made a lot of sense. So thank you for that. And 
Um, also, it kind of like this kind of is a question for you and also something I've struggled with is, um, you know, self-marketing. You, you know, you, you see the new trends. You saw TikTok was rising up. You know, you've been in the entourage and kind of showing your face. Um, and just talking about following up and, you know, being kind, you, you always follow up with me. We stay in good touch. Even if we don't see each other, it's been a couple of weeks, but we still talk. Um, so like my question for you is, is what do you think is, um, you know, the keys to being successful in self-marketing and just like making sure you have a good brand and a good like face and a good name in whatever you're doing? Yeah, I, I think just, again, it goes back to just being being kind and being good to people. Um, you know, I've always had incredible mentors along the way that that have helped me. So if anyone, you know, reaches out, I, I try to help or connect dots as best I can. Um, in terms of staying on top of, you know, emerging technologies, I think there's so many companies that are doing amazing things. You know, company like Genies, which is, um, they've created digital avatars. And when Kyrie Irving launches a shoe and he does it as his genie, it did twice as good as it did when he launched a shoe as a human. And, you know, just seeing what those guys are doing and uh, they have partnerships with the NFL, PA, NBA, PA, Major League Baseball. Uh, Justin Bieber dropped a song as his, as his genie. Jay Balvin did a whole album as his genie. That kind of fascinates me what, you know, sort of the new horizons are. Um, Tim Armstrong, an amazing business person. He ran the sales team at, at Google, uh, where we got to know him and then CEO at AOL and um, going public and all the stuff with Verizon. He's got a new thing he's working on called Flow Code, which is like QR codes on steroids and amazing things that you can do. And he's partnered with Russell and Sierra on some of their branding. Um, he's helped us with our Meals Up initiative. Um, and just, you know, I, I've always been interested in, in what, you know, sort of new tech or new frontiers. Um, I, a lot of times I, I don't fully understand it or enough to be dangerous and I don't have TikTok, and I only, you know, see the stuff that, uh, you know, that, that these guys might put on other platforms, but, uh, I just think it's important to try to at least stay aware of what's out there. You know, speaking of branding and way to bring it back to branding Griffin, cause that's what the podcast is about. <laughs> Talk about, so you're with NetJets, you go with Kenny to do wheels up. Talk about building a brand from scratch and not only building a brand from scratch, but you've got a competitor now that you just came from. So you're starting to develop your own brand and trying to kind of beat the company you were just with. Yeah, I think, you know, Kenny saw a space with a specific aircraft, which was the King Air 350i. Um, that he was certain was going to disrupt the whole industry. And Kenny, his goal has always been to democratize private aviation. And this airplane sort of uh, allowed it to happen. And he went on CNBC and he announced a billion dollar order of, of, of the King Air 350i. Yeah. Again, the flying SUV of the sky. Um, it was just, just an incredible plane. Noise cancellation technology. Um, that was unbelievable. And it was a perfect plane to move eight people. You could put tons of baggage on eight golf bags and it's the safest plane ever made. But the number of people that said, there's no chance, you'll never do it. You'll never build a program. Um, but we did. And I, I think, again, it goes back to relationships and you look at who some of our ambassadors are, who came over and really supported the cause. You know, we'd like to say winners fly wheels up and, and they certainly did, you know, Serena Williams, 
uh, Tom Brady, Russell, Sierra, JJ Watt, Ricky Fowler, and everybody just, you know, continued winning. And it was great brand association. Um, as always, you know, we'll say uh, uh, luck is the residue of design. Maybe we got lucky a few times. Um, we, uh, we, we had, had some success with the triple crowns with American Pharaoh, uh, and justify, you know, full on wheels up and, and again, winning, I think we're out of the horse game now after having, uh, so much success <laughs> there, but, um, you know, the, the most important thing though, is, is the service. Um, you know, people want the safest possible solution, uh, which, which wheels up is, and you've got to deliver. If the three of us decided, you know, we wanted to be an aviation company, I'm sure uh, we could come up with a good name, but um, you know, you need a phone line and an internet connection and you can go and source planes. So what, you know, what's the difference? The difference is having a fleet, um, you know, having, having pilots that are captain rated pilots and the best trained in the world. Um, and if you can't pick, if you can't pick people up um, and drop them off on time, then you have nothing. But since we did have a great program and we were able to kind of build and, and that gives you the right to, you know, to have that retention and to build it up and, and we'll hit 10,000 members this month, which is just, which is, which is crazy. So you think of, you know, you think of that growth, but, you know, Kenny always talks about these sort of big vision and big goals. And somebody played a clip when he was on CNBC saying, you know, we're going to get to 10,000 members and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and, and we're going to hit it. And, you know, it's, it's great to have that vision and then to be able to, you know, continue to build on it. Um, I also think uh, our wheels up cares platform has, uh, has, has been, has really resonated with people um, meals up as we talked about when the pandemic hit, you know, Kenny wanted to make sure that, you know, the team was, was uh, safe and secure and then wanted to find a way to give back. And him and Russell Wilson were talking and uh, Russell does amazing, Russell and Sierra do amazing stuff with their Why Not You Foundation. And, uh, and Russell is, you know, was definitely seeing issues around food insecurity. Um, so him and Kenny were talking and uh, they came up with, with Meals Up. It, it, you know, Wheels Up to Meals Up seemed like a, a good progression during these times. And they wanted to hit 10 million meals for Feeding America. And I'm proud to say we just passed 50 million meals uh, with Feeding America. And, and you look at, you know, when, when, when Griffin and, and crew see things kind of go viral or the support of social, um, that's social gone right. You know, Tom, Brady, and Giselle got behind it, um, A-Rod and J-Lo. And there was just some amazing momentum of people that supported it. So uh, that, that's important, too, to try to... Kenny's a citizen of the planet, but it, it was really nice to see that program come to fruition. And if you look at the the fleet of airplanes we do um, through Wheels Up Cares, there's the Feeding America plane, the orange plane that's flying around and each mission that that does uh, drives something back to Feeding America. Um, the first plane uh, was a pink plane uh, for breast cancer awareness. The second was a teal plane for ovarian cancer. Uh, then a red plane for the uh, for the American Heart Association, and the last one was a a, a camo plane uh, in support of the troops and and TAPS, which wow. is just an amazing organization, and it, I, that's such a cool looking plane. So um, that that's been that's been successful and an important part of who we are. I think it's great. Um, you know, 
I know there's so much backstory to Miles because he has such a crazy like story and he's just a dope dude. But one thing, you know, when you go through marketing, there's all kinds of different things you can do. And it depends on what company, you know, a lot of like clothing and food and whatever that's really appealing to audiences. There's a lot of paid marketing and just eyeballs. Um, but the reason that I really, you know, respect Miles is he it's more of like a relationship kind of marketing. It all comes back the back end, you know. A lot of his stuff is forming good relationships, meeting the right people, you know, even with his athletes. Um, there's been, you know, times when then he picked up or whatever, he's always there. And it kind of creates like an organic growth because, you know, you, you, you build that, you know, dependability in that, um, you know, relationship with those athletes or whoever they're working with. And they're going to post about it and people are going to see that. And it kind of just spirals. And the reason I really like that is because you can't just do that with any company. Um, or I guess you can, but you know, most people just want to pay, 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 get all the ads, get that, get those eyeballs and kind of like, you know, build the hype, um, that way. But I really like miles because I mean, almost anyone can, you know, do it if they are a decent human being and know how to keep relationships. So, um, I just really like that. And I think it's important for anyone listening to know that, you know, it costs zero dollars to, um, you know, be dependable and build those relationships with people. So I, I really like the way that he does it. And, um, you know, he markets himself, obviously I speak highly of him. He's great. Always keeps up with me. And, um, I just see all the relationships and connections he has and the people he surrounds himself with are always great. I've never met someone that I'm not still friends with and talk to through miles. So I think that's really important for people to know because that's literally free 99 for anyone that's trying to build a, you know, a company. And um, yeah, I, I just think it's, it's very interesting because you can do that with any kind of company and make it successful. Thanks Griffin. Yeah. Appreciate I just wanted to that, put man. that out there. It's, it's really important. I've learned that, um, you know, and it, it's cool because there's not a lot of people like that, especially in LA, you know, you, um, I think people get the idea that marketing is all about, you know, getting on social media and getting famous people to use it. And of course that's a part is like, you know, you, you work with very um, famous athletes and that's how you kind of get your name out. And there's multiple other ways and events and stuff, but um, a lot of it has to do with like helping other people. Like even the marketing you get from a lot of your athletes, you end up doing favors and, you know, helping them out and making sure they're safe and, um, I just think that's really important for anyone because I don't know, it just, it, it, it builds long-term things and it's helped you, um, start other companies with the same people, which is like not very common. Usually you just sell out and you part your ways and move on. Um, you're working with the same teams and you guys keep building like really great companies and, um, you just build that network out and it's, it's really important for everyone to understand that, you know, if you do that you can bring in a lot of wealth and a lot of fun and, you know, enjoy the people you work with, which is super important. Well, especially yeah, when I, you're I, selling big ticket items like a plane too, it's different than when you go on Amazon and you click add to cart and buy now, right? This is a <laughs> big ticket item. And the other right. thing, Griffin, you just mentioned, in sales, a referral business is everything. There's never a better customer than a referral. Do you, do you agree, Miles? Do you find that? Absolutely. And, and, you know, we take a lot of pride in, in connecting people the right way. Kenny's a, a genius at it, putting people in touch where there might not be any benefit for you, but 
you know, they're able to, to do some bigger picture things together. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a great point Griffin in terms of teams staying together. Um, one of the, one of the great things about Kenny and his leadership is you'll see people who'll go out and do something entrepreneurial, um, but still come back and join the team and, um, and come back into the fold and, um, you know, to, to be rolling with him since 2004, um, has been just an absolutely amazing run. You know, I, uh, I, I haven't made a lot of pivots where, you know, some of my buddies have been into six or seven different things and, uh, a lot of them are a lot more successful than I am, but we're, you know, it's, it, there, there is something about that. And there's something about that leadership style that, um, you know, that, that keeps people in the family and, and working together. And I, I think it's pretty rare. Hey, Miles, that team you were talking about, I kind of looked and did some research into the company. Talk about diversity because you guys have a lot of um, women executives, a lot of gay executives. It seems like you're a real inclusive company. You know, how is that, um, thought out or did it kind of just happen organically? No, I, I think you've got to, you know, you've got to be focused on that for, for it to happen. Um, Stephanie Chung came on as our chief growth, chief growth officer, and she is just incredibly talented and um, already having a, a huge impact on some of the things that we're doing. Um, you know, someone who I work really closely with is, is Nicole Hammond. We've worked together for, I think, 15 plus years and, wow. you know, um, she's just a, an absolute star in our, in our industry where private aviation, you know, didn't have a lot of uh, senior female executives. And, um, and even if you look at, at, you know, some of our ambassadors, um, you know, it, it was important to, to feature uh, women that were doing amazing things, whether it's Serena or Lindsey Vaughn or, um, you know, so, so many others. And uh, again, I, I mean, uh, that that goes back to Kenny and his vision and and where he wants us to be as a company. I think it you know it also helps. He's uh, he's got three daughters and his <laughs> his his wife Shoshana um, is unbelievably talented too, working on a lot of our PR and and communication stuff. And um, so it's just a it's a great great team on all fronts. What I mean, a lot of Griffin Griffin has young fans, and I'm sure there's young people listening. What advice do you have? Because it's cool, right? If I'm 18 years old and I'm a Griffin fan, I see him on Twitter. Hey, I just invested in this company. I'm partnering with this company. All really cool stuff. But if I'm sitting in Ohio and I'm, you know, going to college, I don't even know where to start. You know, where does that kid start their entrepreneurial journey? Or do you have any advice or industries to look at? You know, I think that it's, in some ways, it's easier and in some ways it's harder, you know, anyone can DM anyone now. And I don't, you know, anyone can reach out to anyone. And when I was getting up and running, that just didn't exist. You had to track somebody down. You had to, you know, get in with an assistant. You had to finally get the meeting. It was, it was a different world. Um, but with that, I think it's hard to cut through the clutter. And I, I, I think it goes back to what we talked about. Somebody who is responsive, who gets back to you, you know, there's a lot of times that, you know, when we're hiring or bringing somebody onto the team that you just don't see that cadence uh, in terms of follow-up and getting back. And that's fine, but that person may not be the best fit. But I think if you're going to try to separate yourself, I would, you know, think about back to basics. I do what you did, Tom, and, uh, you know, write the handwritten note, find a way to differentiate. Um, you don't want to annoy somebody. You know, one of my favorite Kenny quotes is, 
the, the definition of charm is getting the answer you want without having to ask the question. And I think there's, you know, there's ways of, of communicating and, um, you know, and, um, and putting yourself in, in position to, to get it, um, you know, to get the role or the opportunity. Yeah. And also, um, I have a podcast with pomp actually in four minutes that you did with Bryce. Um, do you remember him? Uh, I'm assuming you did that. Like why? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I have, but before we wrap up, I, um, I wanted to say like one thing that I've learned just from even miles, son is passion. Like every time I am golfing, his son is taking tennis lessons and playing tennis. And like, he has all of these sports clips of him just like, you know, making these crazy insane shots. He's what? Nine, nine, right? Yeah. yeah he's nine. And like, he spends hours just recording and, and working on, you know, these shots. And like, although he's young and it might not be anything now, it's like, you can tell he has a lot of passion and I, I can see, you know, for anyone that's just a normal, no, no following sitting in Ohio, like you said, like, one one thing that you know can you can make something out of is always passion if you really love doing it and you do it every day and it doesn't feel like work it's easy like for him you know his his, his son is just doing his thing and he's recording it or miles is recording it or whatever and like for him it's not work and i think that's um you know super important and even for my first investment um you know i don't know anything about 401ks but i invested in the lin table because I met the founder, Sheridan, and he was just going on and on and on and on and like talking about it. And you can tell like, you know, he didn't grow up. He kind of grew up like me, not a lot of money, normal family, had to hustle um, to get where he was. And, uh, you know, it always comes down, I see, especially for, you know, a new founder or any kind of person trying to find like their way in a startup and, you know, kind of market themselves is it always boils down to passion every single time so i just wanted to make that point um obviously miles uh i would love for you to talk about anything you're working on with wheels up or anything personal just like you know let the fans know what's up they kind of yeah. they got to know you so <laughs> well uh appreciate you guys appreciate you guys having me yeah we we've got some exciting things cooking at at wheels up um, you know, continuing to, to build out the membership. There's uh, going to be a new tier, um, you know, that, that we'll be announcing soon that we're really excited about and um, continuing to build out the partnerships and, um, you know, continuing to, like you said at the beginning, Griffin, make it, uh, Kenny wants to make booking a, an airplane as easy as booking an Uber. Um, and we're on our way with an amazing, uh, talented tech team and, um, and a really special group. So we're cranking on a, on a personal level, um, you know, two great kids, Lucas, who you mentioned is nine and he does love his trick shots and he hits some crazy ones. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how he does it. He, he gives himself a 10 shot limit though. If you can't get it in the first 10, uh, he'll move on to something different and then maybe, uh, then maybe get back to it, but he's playing some tennis tournaments. So I hope he keeps that up. Um, you know, him, him and Griffin might have a, have a collab down the line. We'll, we'll, we'll see yeah. how that one comes together. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, five-year-old daughter, Stella, I know, uh, Tom has a five-year-old too. She's, she's getting into golf and, um, oh, you cool. know, some other stuff, but, 
um, just feel so lucky and, and, and fortunate during these times. And uh, Tom and I both uh, met our, our wives in Arizona, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, you know, we've, uh, my wife, Angie is uh, just, she's, she's incredible and, and really holds it down. And, and you talk about relationships, you know, it's great, especially with, you know, with couples, if you just have an epic girl, uh, wife, girlfriend, significant other, whatever it is that, that people yeah. want to be around. Um, people tell me all the time, they'd way rather hang with her than hang with me. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. total teamwork, but we, you know, we, we've been together since we were teenagers, literally. And, um, you know, so it's, you, you kind of experience life together and, um, it's all been, you know, it's all been a part of the journey, but, um, you know, just, just feeling lucky during these times, especially. Well, Miles, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, man. Where can we find you on social so people can find you, Miles? Where are you? So I'm just at Miles Rogers on Instagram. I posted and, uh, him. I posted him already. On oh, my- you did? Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you never uh, saw it, huh? We know. I, I'm on the phone that uh, I would see it on. So I, I made an know. Instagram post with you. Of oh, us playing mean- ping pong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. so what do you want people to go like back through your feed and find where it is? I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm yesterday's news in there. I just want to um, make sure they, I just want to make sure they recognize you. Of course. Oh, okay. Th- thank you. I do. Uh, I do think I might, uh, you know, I'm, I might be, oh, well, I, I want to be humble, but I think I, I think I could hold down ping pong at the sway house. <laughs> if there's, if there's an official tournament, maybe we'll bring in some sponsors. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm the jet guy on Twitter. Nice. Um, everyone, Thank you know you that every, every uh, I've, I've had that for, for a while and, and people would, you know, people would sometimes say, Hey, here, you know, here's the jet guy, you know, you got your doctor, your lawyer, your business person and, and the jet guy. So that's, uh, that's my handle on Twitter. Expect some DMS. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate it, Miles. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank, Thank you, you Miles. Thank you. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. And congrats to you guys. I think it's a great collab. And, uh, <laughs> and especially, you know, especially the, the people you're bringing on and, um, and obviously what's, uh, what's cooler than, than branding and marketing and, and doing cool stuff. So uh, thanks so much for having me and, and sending best wishes to you guys. Thanks, Miles. I appreciate thanks. you, All right. buddy. All right. Cheers. See you, See you Tom. See you, buddy.